Hey, JJ here with the Out of Value again. The end of the week, the end of the uh, market week, and what a week it has been. What a session that was too. Uh, this is the fifth episode for this week. I thought I'd do the last one because it's the end of the month, uh, and what a month. So what I want, I just wanted to go through a few things. I've got the NASDAQ composite up here on the screen, and it turns out that it's been the the worst month for the for the NASDAQ since to October 2008. And uh, so on the screen here, we've got, um, it's 14, over 14% down. I've got NASDAQ, uh, Google's telling me, and the Russell 2000's in a bear, so that, that and for, sorry, for the year, it's down over, well over 20%, 22%, and the Russell 2000 also in a bear market, down seven, nearly 18% for the year. And for the month, down just ten, down ten, just ten percent. Well, nearly eleven percent. So the Nasdaq's down thirteen. Uh, Nasdaq back to November twenty twenty levels. Wow, that is incredible. So we've had these. Let's say the COVID beneficiary stocks during two thousand, and they're they're kind of slipping back. It makes me think that. I did a couple of podcasts about Jeremy Grantham's bubble thesis that it was a giant bubble and many things. He says real estate as well, but you know, back even before or around the beginning of 2021, so talking about the innovation stocks like Arctic stocks and Arcs down usually since February, February the 12th, 2021 was pretty much the peak of Arc and that was pretty much the peak of the innovation stock bubble. And his thesis was that those, just as in the dot-com bubble, you can visit to the dot-com bubble of 2000, that these stocks got taken to the shed, the shed and shot first. And that, that kind of played out all through 2020, 2021. And then at the end of 2021, he, uh, he said that the kind of the generals get shot next. So, and this is kind of what we're seeing. We're seeing this year that the NASDAQ itself, which has got some big stocks in it, has been down into a bear market. Russell 2000 small caps was was uh, was the kind of the first to go, really. Smaller cap stocks, if you don't know. And now the S&P 500 is, is heading down. For the year to date, we're nearly 14% down. And of course, these have some big stocks in them, and so does the NASDAQ, really. But the question is, was Jeremy Grantham right? Is will it keep going like this? And if you think about, so it's the mega caps that have been starting to be hit big time in, uh, you know, this year, so, or since uh, late last year, it's the big cap stocks. So if we look at some of the individual ones, the, the big names, we've got Netflix, of course, for the year down 68%. That's not funny. 68%. So, and for a year down nearly 63%. So, wow. I mean, we all, we've all seen that play out uh, in the news of what's happened from, from the reporting season. We've got the Meta, of course. This is an order of how much they've dropped. So, Netflix is the most. Meta for the year to date is down 41%. And over the, over the year, over one year, 38%. So these are the mega caps. The mega cap test stocks are being hit, kind of just as Jeremy Grantham said, said it would. So 
is that luck or is he was he actually right about this about innovation stocks being hit first so this is really taken we're well over a year a year into it I and mean, people think that the the i mean the the indexes started the indices started getting hit late last year but it was happening well before that almost a year before that so nvidia nvidia down uh 38 percent so far and over a year still up 24 percent so nearly 24 percent so will that continue down the chip stocks have had you know chip shortages so they've been they were riding high they were riding high during they were kind of COVID beneficiary and i own micron myself it's down 20 nearly 23 percent i'm still way up and because uh, i bought during 2020 which was actually a, a called a cyclical low really and uh, over the year it's down 20 percent but and then we're even even tesla right tesla's down for the year 27 percent google's selling me here is this correct is that not quite that much out of that Anyway, it's indicative, and for the year, still up nearly 23%. But that's, you know, even uh, Tesla's uh, been a big surprise for Tesla fanatics that it's down that much, although they're kind of used to it. But the question is, I mean, it's to do with Twitter. I've talked about that before, between uh, Elon buying Twitter, and he's been selling Tesla stock. Interesting that he's happy to sell around, I think it was just about 900, when, uh, you know, a lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, Tesla fanatic analysts are saying that it's going to go way, way high. So, but will it go down first? How far can it go down? Is it the elephant in the room? It's kind of the only mega cap that's not, that hasn't taken a kind of a, well, it is taking a big dive, but you know what I mean? Like it could, is it going to be a Netflix or a Meta type of situation? I don't know. Uh, they had fantastic earnings, so uh, it's hard to see how, but then uh, is it incredibly overpriced? kind of a wild card there people are going to get a big shock if it drops 50 percent i'll tell you that amazon.com down of course that was the big faller yesterday this is what kind of i think what drove the rest of the the what drove the index down so down 14.5 percent whoa it's not often that that happens to amazon and so the thing about amazon is that uh Back to, it's back Amazon's back to June twenty twenty level as well. So again, back into the back into the twenty twenty, mid twenty twenty, which is you know, when these about just before that these all these COVID beneficiary stocks started to take off. But the thing about Amazon was that they're guiding that this they're only saying they're gonna grow expected revenue by five percent next quarter revenue guidance is three to seven percent year on year and wall street was expecting like nine percent so the growth guidance and okay so the last thing i wanted to say or actually apple let's go to apple currently continue with these stocks so amazon down uh year to date hasn't really done anything for like more well over a year it's down 27 percent for a year to date 28 percent for the year and it's really, you know, back to, again, June 2020 levels. Wow. And Alphabet's even down 21% for the year, down 3% for one year, down 3%. And Microsoft is down 17% for the year, even Microsoft. But Apple and Microsoft are the, are the kind of big dogs that are, that are holding up reasonably well. Still, for the year, one year, 10%. For Microsoft and this year down 17 and of course Apple which had a great earnings compared to Amazon 
And how do they, how do they do it? How do they do it? I mean, we're looking for signs that you know, like, uh, is there a people think a lot of people think there's a recession coming. So we're looking at these stocks as say there's a recession. If we look at Amazon, we could say you know, consumer demand is that slowing down? Is that what happened there? Is there a recession coming? But Apple pulled it, pulled one out of the hat again. So it's but still, the stock dropped. Three three point six six percent in the last session, and year to date down more than thirteen percent, and for the year still up twenty percent. So you know, uh, Apple still doing and Microsoft still still doing the best. And okay, so this question about is it like they talk about the weak consumer? Is the consumer weak? Are we heading to a recession? So I found something interesting that I'd like to sh- finish off with, which is what the CFO of a visa was on uh, Bloomberg, and if you look at the visa stock, it's actually doing pretty well. So year to date, down 3.5%, and for a year down not even nine. So in Mastercard again, two down just down two percent, and for the year down five percent. So these are holding up really well. Uh, there's predictions of the demise of these uh, by some. So let's just see what they're saying about the consumer. This is interesting what he said. I'm, I'm going to play it. I look at the data that came out of your company, the data that came out of your competitors, MasterCard, American Express, even Capital One. It all seems to suggest the same thing. People are spending and people are spending at levels uh, that are much higher than what they were doing maybe a year or so ago. But then people look at the macroeconomic backdrop and they say, how long can this last? Is this just rich people who have the cash to be able to spend doing this? And what happens to the folks who are at the lower end of the income spectrum? Well, uh, as you saw, uh, spending has been very stable globally for the last four quarters. And we like to look at numbers indexed to 2019 pre-COVID. And it's indexing in the 140s in the U.S. It's indexing indexing in the 140s outside the U.S. And it's been very stable. And we've looked at, you know, tiers. We've looked at lower income people, affluent people, um, affluent cardholders, etc. Spending has been quite strong at all levels of income. And we find the affluent cards cardholder coming back and spending on discretionary items like travel, restaurants, entertainment. Uh, In Europe, for example, ex-UK, we saw 36% growth year over year, 54% versus 2019. So there's no evidence at this point in any of our numbers that there's any pullback or any loss of confidence or any slowdown uh, in any general part of the economy, high income, low income, across categories, very stable. Um, So far, so good. I think what so yeah, that's really interesting that they're you know Visa, which I mean, if if anybody if any company knows, they do because they're they're dealing with transactions, right? They're not they're not seeing a pullback anywhere. Uh, they're talking globally and in the U.S. and through all income levels. So people are still spending, and maybe they saved during uh, COVID because of uh, for various reasons, fear and uh, stimulus and things. But um, yeah, that's interesting that. So Visa and Mastercard aren't really down, and they're not seeing a pullback in spending. So question mark over whether there's a recession coming or not still. But then other you know, the companies like RH have said that they've seen a spending drop-off, and they're more, as much as 10%, and we're seeing those Amazon numbers. So, so you know, whatever you think, I don't. your guess is as good as mine. So I'll leave that. This, that's the week. And I'll see you next week. And so if you like, like and subscribe. On the, the video is on YouTube and on Spotify and Apple just audio. But uh, follow and like and hit, hit this, hit the like button if you like this. And uh, thanks. See you next.
Wink.